Hey, bitches. Yo. What up? What's up? This is hot for justice. Yes. Justice. I can't talk. <laughs> I'm glad we're podcasting and you can't talk. <laughs> yeah. We should get paid or something. Oh my god. Spoilers. There's a sponsor later. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. We are planning on donating our ad revenue this month again. I'll say it again. We're going to host or put a poll up, but more towards the end of the month because mm-hmm. we're just going to take all of it and then do one one donation instead of like several. Yeah, we figured that's just easier and then more money is going towards just one thing. So, yeah. Yeah. I just explained so. how a fucking donation works. That's where my brain's at today. Yay! <laughs> no, you had a day. We talked about it. Yeah, it was a long fucking day. And also, please remind me not to lean back in this chair. I almost just died right now. Like, okay, this chair I'm sitting in is, like, super questionable. Um, when I first sat down, I was like, oh, fuck. It's back. Like, babe, we need to order a new chair, like, right now. Like, <laughs> I would die if you fell. If that chair broke during this episode, it would be my literal favorite episode of all time. Uh, title, Jamie fucking falls again and breaks her tailbone for the second time. Yeah. <laughs> for the second time. Did I ever tell you about when How I broke much? my tailbone? No. In this house? I don't think, I don't think so oh my god okay um <laughs> so it wasn't very long after we moved in it was like maybe like a month after we moved in babe can I get a Zach check yeah he's nodding it wasn't Zach it was not was long. it on the stairs yes yeah those stairs are fucking treacherous yeah um I'll try to send you a picture of my stairs so that when you <laughs> upload the photo for this week's episode it's in it I can include it yeah, yeah. so like they're the stairs with like the holes in the back of them like they don't have like a back to the step if that makes sense and they're like kind of like for the angle the angle is just off like you feel like you're gonna fall yeah like they're not steep but like the angle is weird it looks yeah you'll see in the photo when I was pregnant I literally had to be so careful because I almost <laughs> fell down your stairs once <laughs> I've fallen down those stairs like four times dude yeah oh but anyway so the first time I fall I fall I fell down the long part of the stairs onto the like the landing oh, and literally bounced on my ass on like each step like do 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 and um, I literally couldn't walk that first day. Oh, my gosh. Like, I called my boss crying, and I was like, I am not coming in. <laughs> um, uh, I ended up going to, like, the Kaiser Urgent Care over here, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, you, like, broke the like, very tip of your tailbone. Um, yeah, and there's, like, literally nothing you can do for it either. Yeah, like, I had to, like, walk with a cane for a while, because, like, literally it was that bad. Like, I was, like, on... We were... <laughs> we must not have been, like, that close yet. I don't think so. I don't remember this. No, and also I didn't talk about but it, I n- like, ever. Because, like, okay. who wants to be like, yo, I fucking you broke my ass and I'm walking with a cane. What <laughs> up? Like, and I'm 23. <laughs> That's valid. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time I fell down the stairs at my college? No. It was so embarrassing. I, like, so I went to school at kind of like a, a school that had been um, established in the 18, like, late 1800s. And so the main building I had my classes was really old. It was, like, the original structure for the school. Anyways, long story short, they have these beautiful, like, wooden staircases. And I was going down them one day, and Mm -hmm. I missed one. And I was, like, midway. Like, I wasn't not that close to the bottom. I was in the middle of the staircase. And I thankfully, like, I hooked my arm around the railing and managed to kind of, like... (laughs) like stop myself but I I mean I had all my shit in my right. books and I f- slammed on the railing oh I it, and I f- totally ate it and like people were looking at me and I was like this is like the most embarrassing moment of my life <laughs> fuck okay 
one last me falling story. It was it was great. <laughs> Cuz this is a very similar story. So, oh tell me. You've been to San Francisco. Um yes. Are, have you ever ridden BART? Yes. Okay. Have you I don't fortunately. Yeah, that place is anyways. <laughs> yuckers if you're not familiar. Um I used to have to take that shit every day, twice a day for like 3 years. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Yeah. Uh, those were those were dark days. Um <laughs> But one of the BART stations has a set of marble stairs that, Ooh, or like stone. Slippery. Yeah. I can imagine when it got wet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you know the story because this was like two, <laughs> only two years ago. Like, okay. And it wasn't. I don't know if I do. I don't think you told me. I don't remember. Anyways. I was I texting Audrey and Tony like literally like five minutes before this happened. And then again, like five minutes after this happened. So that's why I feel like you might have heard of this at least. Anyways. I probably did then. Rainy day. You follow a lot, though. So I do it, follow it a lot. <laughs> um, so it's rainy day, like fucking dumping down rain. I'm wearing rain boots. I have an umbrella. Like, I am prepared. Raincoat. All of the things. I'm set up for success. I'm walking down these, like, stone steps. Mm-hmm. I happen to, like, start to miss one. So I, I go oh. for the railing because that's what you do. But I didn't quite catch it because it was wet and it's metal. I continued to slide down it, but then that shifted my body weight forward, so I slid down on my knees down the entire way. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen Tenacious D. (laughs) Like, Jack Black, like, sliding down on the fucking... Like, literally, that is... That sounds so painful. Stop clicking your pen. Oh, I'm so sorry. I wish I could edit that out, but I probably can't, so I apologize I, to everybody. It's it's whatever. Um, no, I do it all the time. That's why I noticed you were doing it. Otherwise, I'm... <laughs> Anyways. Um, but, but... Ouch, that sounds super painful. Oh, but then I landed at the bottom and, like, face-planted into a puddle. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably the best part. <laughs> oh, So then I was just completely thing. soaked from, like, head to toe. I bet I would be so pissed. Is that the beginning of your day? thank god it was the end um but (laughs) i would just go home be like i'm not coming into work today no literally i would i would have turned around but i didn't go in the next day for sure (laughs) yeah yeah ouch um the bruises were real bitch like you're wearing like a blue and purple tie-dye shirt my my entire legs looked like your shirt (laughs) oh my gosh you poor thing that's how my leg looked when i broke my ankle the first time Literally all the way up my shin. Jesus. My mom was like, I think you just sprained it. You're fine. You're okay. Like, Bitch. <laughs> I was like, uh, um, I don't know. But she, yeah, it just nuts. Anyways. Anyways, this is not what this we podcast is about. Yeah. No, this podcast is about questionable deaths slash murders yes. slash disappearances. Mm-hmm. And today, actually, we're going to do a series mm-hmm. of... Um, disappearances slash murder slash suspicious cases of people of color and uh african americans and things so you'll have to bear with us because on some of these cases there's not a lot of freaking information hmm i wonder why yeah a lot of the media doesn't cover them mm -hmm. and a lot of things are swept under the rug or quote unquote don't exist it's a lot and also really quickly i don't want to correct you but like so no african american is actually no longer like pc Okay, what it, it, is it? It is black. Okay. So, at least that's Thank you. the understanding I've been given. Um, uh-huh. So, anyone can feel free to correct me and please, but um, 
Thank you. Yes, I just clicked my pen again. I'm so sorry. But I needed to take <laughs> notes, so <laughs> I realized it was unclicked, so I had to, you know, fix it. <laughs> I didn't notice until you said it. Great. No, um, thank you. I am always open to, um, you know, it's it can be awkward, mm-hmm. especially when you talk about it with your friends or your family, but it's important to be open to correction and a new way of thinking in mm-hmm. this time because, man, I... Um, you know, the other day I was writing a speech. Um, I had it for something I had to give uh, yesterday. And I was thinking, like, ge- genuinely, our generation will change the world. Yeah. We will change the way people think. We will change. And it's not an easy process, and change never is. And I just, like, was feeling so inspired by, um, you know, the things that have been happening. Not the violence or the looting and the mm-hmm. rioting. That I, Let's be clear. You know, but, yeah. But... But overall, yeah, like, um, yeah, so. No, yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. I am here. I am ready to learn. Correct me. Talk to me. I love it. I, I love it. Yeah, me I'm too. Like, our DMs and everything are always open if you want to have a, a conversation or any of that. Yes. Yep. So, on that note, I go first this week, and yes. I'm covering the very strange case of Lavina Johnson. Mm-hmm. So, this one is a little, I wouldn't say it's a little more covered in the media mm-hmm. um, because it's so strange. Yeah, it's um, very it's weird. still n- not a lot. Like, not a lot. Um, so, and I think that, sadly to say, one of the reasons why it, it has been covered in the media is because, A, um, her dad was a doctor, which I think he was, like, a, a PhD doctor, not, like, yeah. a medical doctor. But, um, and she was in the army yeah and otherwise i just don't it's just so frustrating well, but anyway yeah see, i feel like military shit gets a lot of a lot more attention than non-military things as far as like yes. you know disappearances and shit like this yeah so the, i got all my information from an la times article written by david zucchino because otherwise there was literally like one other article about it mm-hmm. um and they do have a website um i think there was like a kind of like a some sort of documentary but like a b doc b B movie kind of documentary made about it like a really kind of like shoddy one um so there was a website to go with that like that was made over 10 years ago yeah so fuck this la times article is over 10 years old there's really nothing new really that's wild i didn't know that Mm -hmm. yeah so Lavina Johnson, she was um, a 19-year-old private first class in the United States Army um, when she died in Iraq in July 2005. But she didn't die for the reason that you might assume. Be, I mean, obviously you make assumptions. Right. She's in Iraq. She's in a war zone. She's in the Army. It was probably something to do with that. Right. But it was not. Um, if you ask the Army, they're going to tell you that it was because she committed suicide by firing her M16 automatic rifle into her mouth. Hmm. Yeah. Um, her body was found in a contractor storage tent, which for those of you who are unfamiliar, contractors are not military members. They are um, civilians with a government contract to be overseas and serve in whatever capacity they might. Um, so she, her body was found in a contractor's tent on a military base in Balad, Iraq. There was no suicide note. Um, investigators did not find the bullet. And there was no significant gunshot residue on her hands. That is important. Yeah. If you shoot yourself, you're going to have gunshot residue on your hands. And it's going to be all over you. There was, yeah, there was an insignificant amount on her hands. 
Um, which, yeah, like, I mean, you're if you're shot, then yes, you will have some on your body. Right. But, yeah, it's very strange. So, people will ask why or how did the army come to the conclusion of suicide? Um, obviously, they talked to her fellow mm-hmm. soldiers who had reported that she was depressed and she had spoken of killing herself. But two of them said also said that she was joking and that she um, wouldn't ever take her life because right. she couldn't couldn't hurt the, her family that way. Right. And like, I feel like everyone um, has like been like, oh, my God, I'm going to fucking kill myself. Like, yeah. Like sarcastically. Like kind of a jest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she two days before she had died, she had was talking to her mom about how she was going to come home for Christmas and how excited she was to see her family again. So, doesn't sound to me no. like somebody who's going to kill themselves. Um, her dad disagrees, and he does not think she committed suicide. He thinks that she was raped and killed, that she was put in that tent in the scene stage to make it look like a suicide, and that the army is covering up what happened to her because um, she was killed by fellow soldiers. Yeah. Raped and killed by fellow soldiers. Um, Fuck. And that her death was never investigated properly. Um, so, you know, he's he's trying to push back and do some uh, digging. And the army gives him the party line. You know, we, you know, we did the investigating. She killed right. herself, blah, blah, blah. Um, so he files a Freedom of Information Act request. And Damn. he is provided with photos of the scene and her autopsy. Which is, I can't imagine as a parent no, looking at that. No, like that's, that made me like, yeah. wow. Um, he noticed some things, right? So mm-hmm. this man, I mean, okay, so you think like a parent investigating their child's murder, they obviously have a great personal stake there, and you don't want to believe that your child committed suicide, but he's obviously a very intelligent mm-hmm. man, and who better has who who has more of a reason to like dig in mm-hmm. than a parent right exactly when something like this happens so he notices a few things which are it's just crazy to me on uh, so on the inside of the tent where her body was found there was blood both inside and outside interesting of the tent um there is what looks like to him boot prints on a bag of cement that was in the tent um and in like blood in the sand right fuck um which made him think that she had been killed elsewhere and her body placed in that tent um there was no blood or brain spatter on um the inside which you think there would be there's and if you shoot yourself in the mouth there's going to be right it's gonna go straight back and with a gun like that like that large oh yeah well that's what i was gonna say Um, like i feel like that in and of itself is like hard to believe yeah yeah so and that's another point her dad makes like so there's no blood or brain matter they never recover a bullet um she's five foot one and the army says she cradled an m16 between her legs and put it in her mouth and shot herself with like wrapped her arms around it and shot herself. Yeah, I have a hard time. Her dad's that. like, uh, um, yeah, because that was the first thing that came to my says, mind. Like, there's no way. Yeah, it's a big gun. Yeah. 
uh, he said that there's looks like what was a small fire next to her body, mm-hmm. um, and what appeared to be a caustic substance poured on her vagina. And he asserts that it's because she was raped and it's to cover up any Holy shit. There were abrasions on her face and scratches on her arms that looked like defensive wounds. So her dad's, like, not buying this, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not. The army, yeah, the army comes back and says they're not aware of any boot prints in the blood. There were no cuts or abrasions on her body, which is interesting because a coroner... Or um, the Armed Forces Institute said that... There was. There was because because of gases discharged by the weapon oh. that can break bones and or leave abrasions and bruises. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Um, they said the bullet was never found because it went through an open tent flap window. What the fuck? Um, and that the fire next to her body was what she did. She did it. Before she killed herself, she started the small fire and burnt pages of her journal and then killed herself. Jesus Christ. They said because there was no sign of sexual assault, there was no reason for them to collect vaginal or fingernail swabs. Mm-hmm. And even though her stature was small, they say it's possible she did kill herself with that gun. I don't like it. So her family even, like, her family just, they, yeah, they were like, no, um... You know, they're constantly pushing and just disappointed. Um, they, Her family had her body exhumed and examined by the St. Louis City Medical Examiner, who, mm-hmm. who it concluded that she did die of a gunshot wound fired through her mouth, but he could not determine if the wound was self-inflicted because he didn't, he, like, at the time, they didn't have the photos from right. the, the scene and the autopsy. Like the positioning and all that. Yeah, so he couldn't make a determination. I don't know about like now. Mm-hmm. There, like, like I said, there is really nothing recent that I found, um, which kind of blows my mind. Are any so, of the photos I mean, available online? See, that was the other thing I was trying to look to see. I think I might have found one, but I can't be sure that that's actually it. the real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I don't really see what some of those things but it's not if that is the picture that's not great quality okay so um i have to do a little more digging on that if i can like fact check that it is that picture Mm -hmm. then i will include it but otherwise i'm not going to because i don't right if it's not the right picture then i'm not um some people had also kind of like posed in us in kind of a similar way i think to like to model it yeah yeah, like bring awareness to this case because people don't agree with it okay so, yeah. I see. Yeah, it seems fishy to it, me. Yeah, it's very. It's very. I mean, okay. Like some of those. Some of those cases, like you truly just never know. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's possible that maybe she did, and you know, she talked to her mom about coming home for Christmas because she didn't want her mom to worry, to like have an idea yeah. or worry or like you know whatever. But. I just am not convinced one way or the other, you know, because sometimes those things do truly get swept under the rug. And, like, yeah. I'm not generally, gen- generally a conspiracy theorist, but <clears throat> you really just don't know. No, a thousand percent. And I feel like especially with, like, the military, like, 
not to like I'm not trying to like talk shit or anything, but like they'd rather sweep something under the rug than like have yeah. like a big ordeal and have it like go to court and like all that shit because it makes yeah. it, them look bad. Well, and that's what, so this was in 2005 and her dad said, well, if this had come out that like what he thinks happened, that she was raped and murdered, mm-hmm. that women wouldn't want to enlist right. in, in the armed forces and serve in a, you know, we're in war. 2005 is still like, yeah. it's pretty fresh and, um, you know, they, they needed, they needed people and yeah. they thought that that's kind of why it got swept under the the rug if that's you know the case but um yeah they they also had some information about like reporting statistics Mm -hmm. of women who are assaulted especially like in um you know deployment areas and it's not great so yeah yeah overall it's 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 sad and it's probably one of those things you just won't ever know yeah you know like yeah they gave him photos but like as we're seeing sometimes things don't get reported the right way or sometimes you know not all of the information is available so yeah today's episode is also brought to you by armstrong since its inception in california in 1966 armstrong has been committed to the improvement beautification and preservation of bay area homes and commercial and institutional buildings this has been achieved by employing an elsewhere vanishing work ethic coupled with superior technical knowledge using only the highest quality materials and modern equipment. Perhaps most significant of all, Armstrong has maintained its position of leadership by adhering tenaciously to one of the most fundamental principles of all business transactions, listening and pleasing their customers. Whether it's painting, roofing, windows, or doors, you have the assurance and peace of mind knowing that your installation will be covered by one of the best warranties in America. Armstrong painting jobs carry a warranty of up to 15 years depending on service materials. Their replacement windows and doors carry up to a limited lifetime manufacturer's warranty. Equally generous warranties come with their roofing work, and Armstrong has been a business in California for over 50 years and will be there ready, willing to help if and when you need them. If you're located in the San Francisco Bay Area or beyond and are looking for a contractor for windows, painting, roof, or doors, you can contact Armstrong Installation Services at armstrong1234.com or give them a call at one eight seven 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 and a one two three four. So your case is wild. Yes, and this is another one where it's like there's a lot of evidence on both sides, and I've seen the pictures. I I've actually know about this case. Yeah. Not to interrupt you, um, and I really don't know how I, I just. I don't know. know it's wild. Like this is. It is. So I I've known about this case for a long time. Um, one of my favorite podcasts, True Crime Garage, did a, a, a podcast about it a long, long time ago, and they cover it far better than I'm about to. Like, let's be honest. Um, I want to say it's even a two-part series on their show. Yeah, there's a lot of information. Yeah. So I'm giving, like, the dumbed-down version because that's the kind of bitch I am. Um, hey. But. I'm, I'm here for it. Hit us. Right. So this is the death of Kendrick Johnson. Um, so this is starting to gain a lot of steam on Twitter right now. Um, as a case that people want reopened. Um, the pictures are wild and so disturbing. Yeah, so, um, I mean, are, or should we put them in the... I, I'm, like, kind of afraid to. I don't think so. I yeah. think that we, we should just put a regular picture of him, and then, like, if you guys want to look... If you want to see... Yeah, you can, you can it literally Google hard. it. Yeah, they, it's, like, the third result on Google, I'm pretty sure. Like, if you look up yeah. his name and then, like, photos. 
Um, so I'm going to get into it. So, um, okay. this is coming from wikipedia.com. Shocker. Um, but this, I think, gives the most unbiased version of the whole thing. Yeah, that's important. How you tell it. Yeah, because this case is fucking wild. Like, truly, it's either he was straight up murdered and his, maybe his organs were sold on the black market, or it was an accident. Yikes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, January 11th of 2013, the body of Kendrick Johnson, uh, born October 10th, 1995. So he was like a year younger than me. Like, Dang. yeah. Yeah. A year and like two weeks. Um, so uh, was discovered inside a vertical rolled up mat inside the gymnasium of Lounges High School in Valdosta, um, in Georgia, where he was a student. A preliminary investigation and autopsy concluded that the death was accidental. His family had a private pathologist conduct a second autopsy, which concluded that he died from blunt force trauma. On October 31st, 2013, the U.S. Attorney for the Middle District of Georgia announced that his office would open a formal review into Johnson's death. On June 20th of 2016, the U.S. Department of Justice announced that it would not be filing any criminal charges in relation to his death. His family filed a $100 million civil lawsuit against 38 individuals. The Damn. Uh-huh. The lawsuit alleged that Johnson's death was a murder and accused the respondents of a conspiracy to cover up the homicide. The lawsuit was subsequently withdrawn. Uh, Georgia Judge Richard Porter ordered the Johnsons and their attorney pay more than $292,000 in legal fees to, to the defendants because they wasted everybody's time. Jesus. Um, oh my God. That's awful. Yeah. Because they took the law. They withdrew the lawsuit. Um, the judge in the case accused the Johnsons and their attorney of fabricating evidence to support their claims. So getting into the initial investigation, he was found headfirst in the center of a vertical rolled up wrestling mat in his high school gym on January 11th of 2013. His body was discovered by students who had climbed up the top of the cluster of mats, each of which stood about six feet tall and three feet wide. So if you guys are like familiar with like big, like gym mats, like they're they're huge and they were rolled yeah, up. Yeah, like if you did wrestling. Yeah, and like they were yeah. rolled up like pretty like you know pretty tight like they're not like um it's not like they were just like you know thrown on the ground or anything. Um, so an autopsy by the Georgia Bureau of Investigation stated that Johnson had died from positional asphyxia because he was found upside down. Um, and the case was ruled an accidental death by Lowndes County. Uh, Lowndes County Sheriff's Office. Sheriff's Office. Jesus, that was a mouthful. Um, <laughs> they had hypothesized that Johnson had fallen into the mat while looking for a shoe and died after being unable to get out. Three students told investigators that it was common for some students to store their shoes behind or under the rolled-up mats. Um, Johnson. Yeah, was, because I think they had to like pay for their lockers. Yeah. So I remember like back when I was in high school, like you had to pay for a locker, like for like your regular shit, and then if you had PE. You had to wild. pay for a second a second gym locker. How much did it cost? Um, I think for like a regular locker, it was like ten dollars for the school year, and then the gym locker was like I think five or ten also. That's insane though. Like how weird. Yeah. We got it for free. That's weird. And y'all, but people still they were small, but also yeah. like people would steal your shit if you didn't put them in lockers. Well, yeah, that's well that would happen to us too. <laughs> yeah. That's why, <laughs> that's why people paid for them. It's annoying. Great. Um. But one of the things that I've actually read recently about this is that um, because uh, even if this was an accident, 
that uh, if he had like fallen down to get his shoes because they, they threw their shit in there so that they didn't have to pay for the lockers. Right. Right. Um, so basically this was like a classist thing um, or a socioeconomic yeah. issue because he couldn't afford a locker or didn't want to pay for a locker. Um, yeah. And so that sure. caused this. So it was, it's still an accident. However, caused There's by circumstance. Other... Yeah. Like if it was, if that wasn't the case, like if they were provided lockers for free, like at your school, you yeah. know, you know, that this maybe would have never happened. Or if, like, some students would qualify for a subsidized locker. Right. Like, there's a lot of different, you know, solutions to, you know, why this... That problem. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyways. Um, so, a student at the school said that he had shared a pair of Adidas shoes with Johnson, and that after gym class, that he would always go to the mats, jump in, toss the shoes inside, so that the other yeah. could grab them. Um, Lieutenant Stride Jones, who uh, headed up the investigation for the sheriff's office, said... Uh, we never had credible information that indicated that this was anything other than an accident. Johnson's family uh, always questioned this hypothesis. Um, unsatisfied with the, with the result of the investigation, his family hired an independent autopsy conducted by William R. Anderson with the Forensic Dimensions in Heathrow, Florida on June 15th. Um, Anderson claimed that his findings indicate traces of blunt force trauma to the right, right neck and soft tissues and suggested that the death was not an accident. Um, yeah, it's hard to know though too. So like, yeah. what they said he had been. So how they found him, he was upside down. Yeah, and so all of the the, the bodily fluids yep. obviously follow gravity. Yes, and he was very very swollen. So yeah, and so even if it if it was an accident, um, the blood pulling up like that can cause what looks like bruising and all of that, yeah. especially that close to the skin, like. The skin on your, like, head and neck is a lot thinner than the rest of your body. That's why you'll, you know, bruise yeah. very easily on your face. Um, the skin yeah. on the neck's very similar. So it, it's really hard to tell if it was, you know, he had, like, been strangled or if he had not been. That was kind of the yeah. question of that. Yeah. Um, so... After the opinion of the private pathologist was released, Johnson's family stated that they believed that he had been murdered. The family retained the services of attorney Benjamin Crump. On October 31st of 2013, the U.S. attorney for the Middle District of Georgia announced that the office would open a formal review into his death. Um, the lawyer's application to the Georgia court to practice in Georgia representing Kendrick's parents was not ruled on, and he withdrew from res representing the Johnson family and is no longer participating in the case, which I think is very interesting. Yeah, it is. Um, his family filed a legal action to open a coroner's inquiry into the death. The judge in the case deleted the decision pending the outcome of the U.S. District Attorney review. The family demanded that the governor of Georgia immediately authorize the inqu inquiry instead. The Johnson family, together with the NAACP and other civil rights activists, then held a rally at the state capitol in Atlanta. The governor's office released a statement indicating that they would await the report of the U.S. Attorney. Um... The independent autopsy found that sometime after Johnson's body was recovered from the mat and that he had passed through the funeral home, it had been stuffed with newspapers. So this is where it gets bonkers. So the, yeah, it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. The funeral home uh, that pr uh, processed the body and the GBI's autopsy stated that they never received his organs from the coroner. So where the fuck were they? Right. This is the first, like, real thing where people are like, wait a minute, like, what the fuck's going on? Um, yeah, it's very weird. 
his internal organs were said to have been, quote, destroyed through natural processes and discarded by the prosecutor before the body was sent to Val de Soda for the, uh, to go to the funeral home. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, to the, uh, GBI. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so that left a void where the funeral home filled. The funeral home then stated that it's a standard practice to fill a void in this fashion and that cotton or sawdust may also be used for that same purpose. To, like, to stuff the yeah. cavity to make... Cavity. Yeah. Um, his family filed a complaint with the, with the regulatory body against the funeral home operator. Um, a subsequent investigation by the Georgia Secretary of State's office found that the funeral home did not follow, quote, best practice and that material that was, quote, more acceptable than newspaper... Um, should have been used. Nonetheless, the investigation cleared the funeral home of any wrongdoing. Um, a spokesperson for the Secretary of State said the investigation found that the funeral home um, didn't violate any rules. Uh, the family uh, then subsequently filed a civil lawsuit against the funeral home seeking mo- uh, monetary damages. Um, his family requested that the body be exhumed a second time and was granted uh, permission by uh, city officials. On June 22nd of 2018, his body was exhumed. Um, so then is so there's also surveillance tapes that were taken in the gym. Um, in November of 2013, 290 hours of surveillance tape from 35 cameras that covered the gym was released to CNN following a court request. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's shit missing. Uh-huh. Um, first of all, how awful is that job? Yeah. To go through all that real. footage? Ugh. Um, so a forensic a- uh, analyst enlisted by CNN found that tapes from two cameras are missing about an hour and five minutes of footage, while another set was missing two hours and ten minutes of footage. Fishy. Um, Yeah, that's just weird. Yeah. So some apparent uh, lapses in coverage were found to result from camera systems that were not synchronized with one another, so, like, the timing was off, allegedly. Um... But uh, timestamps between the separate camera systems differed as much as 20 minutes for the same time period, giving the impression of a gap where no gap existed. Other, quote, missing footage is the result of inactivity within the camera's view. Camera systems were motion activated using a a change in light pixels to turn recordings on and off. The area where Johnson's body was discovered where the gym mats were stored was outside the range of all surveillance cameras. Weird. Yeah. Um, What are the odds? Yeah, because there's footage of him going into the gym, and then it cuts off. Hmm. Um, Attorneys for the Johnson family expressed fears that the camera footage was edited as part of a cover-up. However, analysis of the camera systems by um, the Valdosta Daily Times purported to explain the anomalies casting doubt on the theory of a cover-up. The president of the um, SLLC of um, that that county's chapter... Um, and the former lead investigator for the chapter have stated that they believe the attorneys for the Johnsons have not been entirely truthful in their statements and that there's no cover-ups in this case. I mean, okay, so so that is weird. Yeah. It, it's very weird, but, like, who 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 would cover it? Okay, but, okay. Are you done yet, or do you have Because uh, right. I was going to mention something, but if you have something to say, no, so that's you, you go. I was going to say, um... The two, like, suspects in this case. So, if he was... People of interest. Right. Yeah. I don't want to say suspects because I feel like a very harsh word. Yeah. Um, so, our, you know, two high school students that he went to school with, um, and a couple of days prior... This, this isn't in the Wikipedia article. Um, this is just 
from my yeah I, knowledge yeah knowledge um a couple of days prior they had gotten into it on the on like a school bus um and allegedly had had words like that same day that he died yeah and the uh, kid and his brother their dad was an FBI agent was an FBI agent yeah so who do you think would have access to cover up tapes um remove bodily organs but i feel like if he had inserted himself mm-hmm. in because the FBI never had the footage no so if he had gone to the school and been like i need the footage or if he had gone and like inserted himself with mm-hmm. the sheriff that would have been noticed right you know because you can't just as an fbi agent like especially something like the serious yeah yeah and like something that your kids you're linked right like yeah i don't know it is very weird though yeah like what are the odds that's why i really don't know how i feel about it but also like Part of the the case, the interesting thing, is that, so, right, he would normally stuff his shoes in the mat, and the mats were normally vertical. Yes. But since it was on break, they had pulled the mats up, or yep. horizontal, I mean, and mm-hmm. they had pulled the mats up vertically, so they were standing up. Right. So he, he needed to get his shoes, and so he would have had to crawl up mm-hmm. and reach down to get his shoes, and that the theory is that he what got stuck or he fell or whatever right but the mats were rolled so tight yeah that his dad w- went i think after mm-hmm. that this had happened and was like i we're the same like you know the same size and height and like i can't fit into this yeah. to get in that way like there's no way i would have so, been able to squeeze and shimmy myself in there so that he couldn't have either so yeah and also... But, like, how the fuck did he get in there? Right. So, the theory behind that, and that was for... I, I also skimmed a couple of Reddit articles. Um, yeah. Is that... So, if you... And I'm hesitating to say this because I don't really agree with this theory. Um, because in the there's photos in the gym of the mats, like, being leaned up against a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, the theory is that he like, got up on a bleacher or got up on something else tall to lean into them because they're they're six feet tall and he was he was like five ten five eleven I believe, um, mm-hmm. and so he climbed up to something taller to reach in there and I'm trying to position this with my arm so you can see what I'm talking about. If you kind of yeah. dive in like that sideways, your shoulders are going to be not as wide as they yeah, would normally be. True. Like that makes your body more narrow, and then. Yeah. As he fell in deeper, they were saying his, just, his arms kind of started to... He just couldn't get could get out. I mean, right. it is reasonable to think that that's possible. But And, like, his body looks traumatized because of all of the fluid that built up. So you can't really tell if he was down. beaten or if anything like that happened. Right. But what I was going to say, the, the, so the photos I'm telling you about the from in the gym, there's nothing that he uh-huh. could have climbed on top of that I can tell. Like, there's a couple okay. of mats that are on their side. But, like, yeah, he would have had to, like, jump into it a little bit. Or, like, okay. like lean his body over and then lean in. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't sit right with me. Like. I Either way, I feel like, I think the point of this, like you said, it, it it's a, if, if it was an accident, it is a socioeconomic issue. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, there would not be so many questions if he were white. They would have done a more thorough thorough job yep. of investigating that, 
he he was a kid, he was a teenager. If he were white, I guarantee it. Oh, a million percent. Um, so, yeah. And that's the point of it, so. <sighs> yeah, and also, yeah, I'm also wild. gonna throw out there that there was, like, blood on the wall. There was, like, other blood. Oh, was mm-hmm, Other blood in the gym. Like, know. and that they couldn't quite confirm if it was his or not. So, it's hard to say. Oh, I do remember say. hearing that. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you said, um correct uh true crime garage did an episode yes it's far more detailed murder did an episode mm-hmm. and crime junkie did an episode mm-hmm. um so this isn't this like a, a case nobody's talked about but it's getting a lot more yeah, traction but right it's now very, yeah so yes. i'm talking so about it. if you want a more detailed yeah um like with all of the ins and outs and all of the the little nuances there go listen to those podcasts yeah this is just trying to bring some a little bit more awareness to it right now because people are trying to reopen the investigation and i think it's worth at least investigating a little bit more um and like yeah i don't know um it's wild and yeah i I read this really like upsetting article on on reddit and someone was just like yeah their family just can't admit that it was an accident and they're trying to make everyone else like monetarily pay for it and I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, very, like, yeah, no, very yeah, callous. Yeah, it, it made me sick. Oh, jeez, yeah. But, but is that Charlie? Yeah, my dog is losing his mind. There, I think there's a bird or something <laughs> outside. <laughs> so, oh, my kid's losing her mind. Oh, excellent. So That's. I guess awesome. it's time for us to almost shut up. Um, <laughs> yeah, do you have anything fun and fresh? Um, yeah, I think I've talked about the Peloton app on this show before, right? If I... Yes. Okay, great. So there's you a did. new instructor. Um, her name is uh, Dr. Chelsea Jackson-Roberts. Um, I follow her on Instagram. She's a great Instagram follow also. Um, she has a PhD in education. Mm-hmm. Um, she does yoga and meditation on the Peloton app. Ooh. Oh my god, her classes are so fucking good. Um, and she did a, um, a speak up meditation, um, about a week and a half ago. It was Mm -hmm. so powerful. I was like bawling my eyes out. Like it was, it was incredible. So if you have a Peloton app. I saw you post that. mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you should definitely check it out. Um, I have other, there's other great instructors on there too. Um, my other favorite yoga instructor is Aditi Shah. She's awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. but anyways, so yeah, I've been just doing a lot more of that, um, and yeah. really enjoying her classes. And she's a good new instructor as of a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's awesome. everyone should go show her, show her some love. Heck yeah. And like I said, great Instagram follow. She's very intelligent and um, very well-spoken. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no, I don't really have anything. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, just same old stuff I guess uh your new dip manicure set looks really good thank you I did um dip well I don't know if I ever talked about it after I said I bought it but I really um it takes a bit to get the hang Mm -hmm. of and it doesn't last as long as like a normal mani yeah the nail salon but I do really like it and even when nail salons open I'm because um I'm I told Wes that if he 
stopped doing like something that I would stop going uh-huh. to the nail salon and he did Dang. and I was like well crap because I know what this is and okay. that's very funny <laughs> yeah so then I was like well I didn't really think you were going to and that's why I said that <laughs> but anyways now I'm locked into it so I gotta get really good at doing my own nails well it's also like really but satisfying plus, like, it just, it I'm takes... saving like a bunch mm-hmm. of money a month well and so much like, time too like it doesn't take that yeah, long yeah truly it takes, like, so long to go to the nail nail mm-hmm. salon and, like, organize time that, like, I can leave the baby and then go get my nails done and, like, right. whatever. But like, you're gone. Yeah, just it's do a, it yourself. It's a couple-hour commitment. Like, you have to drive there. You have to do the thing. Drive yeah, all the way back. The yeah. But when she goes to bed, I just run into mm-hmm. the bathroom, do my nails, takes me 30 minutes, and I'm done. And they last, like, a week. Yeah. I was saying. they pop off. That's what I've been doing with my gel, too. It's great. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really recommend Dipwell's great. My kit was like 45 bucks, and then you can buy more colors. And yeah. Yeah, and um, the gel nail stuff I have is mo- model ones, mo- model owns. I- I'm not really sure. Yeah, I think you did Audrey's one day, and she came over, and I'm yeah. like, oh my god, your nails look so good. She's like, oh, Jamie did them. Jamie's Ratchet Salon strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was so funny. Um, I'm going to embarrass Jackson for five seconds. Um, I gave him a haircut okay. the other day. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the next day, I get a text from one of my other buddies from uh, the place he works at. And yeah. he was like, so when am I getting my haircut? Like, <laughs> so, hey, Jamie's around the salon, you know. If you did Zach's, then I'm impressed. No, I did not mm-hmm. do his. Oh. Uh, Wes needs to get a haircut. I know. Well, I mean, just send him down here. Quarantine quarantine problems yeah i mean so but. zach's hairdresser opened back up this week so she oh, nice. she took him as one of the first um because she's like i want to get all my men done like quick out of the way Hello. because like i can knock them out in a couple of days and then do all yeah. the girls and with their it. color yeah yeah because that's truth. a bigger you know thing and she's like it's truth. easier to just like stack a bunch of men's cuts than yeah 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 makes sense yeah. all right well i think with that we will gonna call, call it a night um, we will be doing a screen recap of Brittany Murphy. Murphy. <laughs> if only that was timed better so that it was set at the exact same time. At the same time. I know. It's fine. We're that close. It's fine. It's all fine. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Yes. And we'll catch you next week. Good. Bye. Yes. Firewall.